You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Well, they're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all of our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. So this is going to be my shot to completely not uh, caught you guys off guard. I mean, disappoint would, would, would be another word. And also I did my shot because we're reviewing Hamilton. So, yeah, we're reviewing Hamilton, our first ever musical. Uh, Eric, how the hell are you doing? It, it sounds like you will never be satisfied, Jordan, um, yeah. un, unlike the people uh, and the most of the cast in this one. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this. This is our first, like, stage musical that we're, we're talking about i feel like we've had to have done some sort of musical before well you know like cartoon movies i guess count right those are those have songs in them i i, I don't know yeah that's what we're talking about then ryan what, what would you consider the difference i mean this is a stage musical right we've done musicals before i actually don't really remember most of the movies we do after we do them uh but yeah i like this is the first this is the first staged musical not like an actual movie is a special presentation i guess is a better best way of putting it well it could have been cats it could have been a lot worse we could do you know if this episode's popular we can we could start doing a series uh because regal cinema and fathom events do the met opera stuff we can just start reviewing operas no jordan's all about it man yeah yes Okay, a little bit of behind the scenes here, fans. Uh, I'm in charge of making the schedule. And since this is a democracy podcast, uh, I submit the schedule to Eric and Ryan a month in advance. So we knew what we were going to review in July all the way back in late May, early June. And uh, this movie was not on the schedule because I did not give a shit. And both Eric and Ryan said, yeah, I take one of those out. We're going to do it Hamilton. We don't care about your opinions. And that's okay. Two against one. Um, I'm never going to see this, this, this presentation again. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to see a movie. Um, I'm never going to see this stage show again. I'm, I'm so disappointed I haven't watched it. Yeah, so everybody knows where my popcorn rating is going to be. Wait, right you didn't watch that. it? No, yeah. No, no. I did. I did. took me seven days. To watch this movie, seven. I, I just, I, I really, just, I as, as a person, yeah, I really don't understand. As somebody who who enjoys, like, like cinema storytelling and just the old theatrics of everything, I, I, I really felt like this would have been hit a different note for you. But I, I, you just, it's an obstacle you just can't seem to get past. It's not. Uh, my wife knows that. Uh, I've, I've kind of grown out of it. In, in my in my 30s uh but my wife knows i like south park and uh three years ago 
two years ago, she, uh, her and I went to see the Book of Mormon. And on the way there, I was kicking and screaming. I don't want to see this. This is a musical. She goes, yeah, but it's South Park. Yeah, I don't care if it's South Park. I don't want to go see it. And then she said, well, your favorite, one of your favorite movies is Aliens. What if there's an Aliens musical? Would you go? Absolutely fucking not. Uh, I'm, I'm just not into it. I'm not into the stage presence. Well, I'm here's the into- thing. Uh, I am very similar to you, Jordan. I like movie musicals and uh, stage musicals. I don't really, they're not my, my bag. There are obviously the exceptions when it's a genuinely great movie, like Singing in the Rain, West Side Story. I love those movies. But like La La Land was a huge sensation a couple years ago. I think it's just okay. I'm not into it. We went the, um, my wife and I went and watched Wicked in 2018 at the Stranahan Theater in Toledo, Ohio. And her, she was enamored with it. Absolutely in love. Everything was great and fantastic. I was bored out of my mind for the whole show. And so like, I, you know, I went into this you know, thinking I might not enjoy it. I have heard, um, cause there's this YouTube video where, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda performs at a, um, poetry jam at the white house. I think it's 2009 maybe. And he performs like a, an early version of what eventually becomes Alexander Hamilton, the opening number of the play. And I thought that was really interesting. Not necessarily something I was like, I was like, oh man, I got to run out and see, like, listen to Hamilton's soundtrack now. But I thought it was interesting. Um, but like going into this, I thought there's every possibility I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel it, and I'm, I'm gonna be bored for two hours and forty minutes. Well, to give you a little hindsight, well, hindsight, to give you a little insight about how me and musicals do not match. I thank you for sharing that, Ryan. I, I appreciate you agreeing with me. This is a true story. This doesn't have the traditional Jordan pizzazz to it. This is as black and white the story. Uh, my wife's sister used to live in Chicago with her husband and the kids. They moved to another state now. And uh, twice a year, we would go to Chicago. Uh, my wife and I have been together for 11 years. So for nine years out of the 11, we've gone to Chicago twice a year. And uh, her sister, God bless her, was like, hey, Jordan, we know you like movies. So how about uh, we take you to this Patrick uh, Patrick Swayze musical? And I said, "What is a Patrick Swayze musical?" And they're like, "It's it's it's a musical all about Patrick Swayze's like badass movies, like Roundhouse and stuff." And I'm like, "No, thank you." They took. <laughs> I fell asleep within ten minutes. No alcohol. At that point, just uh, just just lovely. I, I just almost bragging about how how much culture you just refuse to take in. <laughs> well then, well then, how about this culture? I was asked to leave, not by the security, not by an usher, but by the star of the show, because I was snoring. Yeah, now, I I would too. I would stop the play and kick you out. That's incredibly that's rude. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Now, now, now. Of course, the play wasn't in this big grandiose theater. You know, this this play was not literally a basement, but it was that kind of a setting. You know, it was a small independent play in downtown Chicago. So it was a very close knit thing. You know, it was very uh, hipsterish kind of bar. A, it was a very speakeasy kind of thing. Yeah, a lot of people call that the uh, like a, a club theater, city theater, um, town theater. There you go. Yeah. 
And, 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 and seriously, I, I got woken up to this Patrick Swayze lookalike and, and said, I need you to get the fuck out of the building. My wife looked at me and she went, huh, huh, huh. so I was out and back then I smoked. So I went outside and just smoked half pack of cigarettes and waited. That's how much I hate fucking musicals. That well, is how much I hate musicals. Lo- lovely for you. For you. That's a, that's a great story. I, I can't so, believe I, like I, I've seen so many musicals and I've seen some that are like blatant, like comedy ripoffs. Like I've told you guys when we did RoboCop, I've seen RoboCop the musical twice in, in Detroit. I've seen Evil Dead the musical, you know, like th- there are ways to to kind of, you know, put it. Th- I've seen this musical called Hockey, the musical written by Mitch Album. Um, it was not what I expected. And I wouldn't go what? see that one again. <laughs> Mitch Album. Yeah, Tuesdays he, with Lori, Mitch Album. Yes, yes, you're right. He wrote <laughs> a play called uh, Hockey the Musical. Um, he also wrote a play. I, I had seen that one, that stage performance, simply because he had wrote another play beforehand called Ernie, based off of the Detroit Tigers announcer Ernie Harwell, who was the voice of, of the Tigers. You know, uh, every city has one, and and he obviously. His voice on the radio is, you know, so he wrote a, a play about him because he had a, this magnificent life too. And it was, it was really cool. That play was amazing. His musicals, however, not amazing. Um, not to say that they're. No, I can, I can send that. Say that one. Uh, his musicals are uh, lesser. Yeah, it's, we'll just say that. I, I'm not trying to be too insulting to to Mitch Album, but sometimes you hit, sometimes you don't. But so let, I, me, well, let me ask this question here. Yeah. Let me. Um, so we got our, our our tastes in musicals. Like what you know, Eric obviously really likes them. Me and Jordan don't really care. Why do you think this move or this movie, this stage play, became such a sensation? What about it do you think connected with people? I think. Well, this is not uh, Lin Manuel's Miranda's first. Uh, musical, by the way, too. His uh, first one was in the Heights, uh, where he, uh, um, which won uh, a bunch of Tonys as well, too. So he's no stranger to winning awards on this too. He's very musically inclined when it comes to that. I think that this one, this play, worked so well because of a few things. One, it's minimalistic stage presence. Um, a lot of these musicals now, especially like very Andrew Lloyd Webber-esque musicals, are there's a lot of of, uh, of stage handling that goes along with it. a lot of prop, a lot of, of uh, set design, makeup, and, and uh, construction that comes along with it. A lot of musicals do that. Elf the musical was like that. I've seen Matilda the musical was very much like that, where it was very it was big grandiose you know uh, set design pieces. You know whether it just so this was was simple. It's just, uh, it's just scaffolding, basically, right? And um, and there's wood. I'm sorry. Um, besides the wooden scaffolding around it too, there's uh, like brick walls that are in the back too. I don't know if you guys had had noticed, but as the play continues on, there there are more uh, brick walls that actually show in the background, is to show that there's more foundation and it's you know, it, there's little little things like that too. So I think that's one, is that it's. It doesn't take away from that. It's simple in its approach. These are the characters, and I think the other two things are uh, just because it's American history. It's a story that everybody knows. I think that that helps out as well too. And then just the music. I think the music was the the underlying part of this too. Uh, that that's I think with the the three things you're going to go for. I think those are the big three. 
is that it's uh, set, uh, it's the it's the music of it, and it's the story of it itself. Um, I, 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 I'm sorry. I will not. Um, um, I refuse to answer that question. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want to. Okay. I didn't know we could do that on this on this show. All right. We can't. Cool. We can't. We can't. But uh, I'm I'm going to for the I sake of why, our show. I think why it's so successful is that it, I this this sort of presentation, uh, this sort of concept for a musical is unique to me. I've never seen it before, um, where they're using modern uh, music like modern music forms like because you got obviously there's rap in there there's um even even there's different kinds of rap like i think near the beginning is sort of like i don't want to say like sugar hill gang but like early rap where it's like kind of light and playful but then you got like more, more modern rap where it's like how many words can you say per second sort of thing um but then they got like they got some uh, some soul music some funk music they got uh like some some stuff that sounds like early 90s r&b um, and then they even got like the king does. Uh, he he sort of sings in classic um, show tune style mm-hmm. and everything. But I think I, I think melding that with this historical context this, of the story to, to to like kind of force it into a a new perce- like a new way of perceiving it, uh, combining it with modern storytelling stuff, um, plus casting people of color as our founding fathers is also going to put a new spin on it that people don't, you know, you don't normally see with these, these sort of stories and these sort of programs. And I think, I think that combined with what you said with the minimal set, cause I love the rotating floor. I thought that was a genius thing to do. It was huge. Like the choreography uh, of having to, to play around two, two spinning layers too, right? There's an inner kind of uh, circle spin and then there's an outer ring. So that you have two rotating pieces, um, and you like to to choreograph all of that. You know, like in the middle of a song, a director or a choreographer has to think, okay, for this song, you start here, we move over here, this moves here, here's your cue here. You have to stand right here. The platform will move. There's there's a lot of pieces that are going on to it, and I think that's uh, you know just one of those things where when I see it all come together, I I respect it. That's a lot. Of, of talent a lot of a lot of work had gone into into just that moment you know and i, I yeah i agree it pays off it really uh, helps one thing about this too is that we get to see camera work we don't get to see that in stage play and um the, it's very unique in in this because when you're watching it from a stage you get one camera you get your eyes on the stage and then that's it and um there might be misdirection but in this, you you have a lens. You're seeing through somebody else's uh, view, and they they used that a few different times. Uh, more notably, I'll say it towards the end when Aaron Burr and uh, Hamilton were were dueling, and the the life of Hamilton flashed after his eye, and there was a moment where he saw uh, Eliza, his wife, and then she, you know, had like this moment where she walked away, and when she walked away, the person that was standing in front of him was Aaron Burr, and that was a clever angle for, for camera work that I saw that on, so that was unique for this, is that we get but, to see that. And there's also in the uh, the rewind section of Satisfied, where um, the camera starts doing rapid cuts as they're going backwards. 
that's you know I'm going to build up the, the tension and then like because you're not going to see the rapid cuts between you know the shot the shot the shot the shot when you're sitting in the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I really love the rewind section. That was that caught me off guard and it made me like it was actually a jaw drop moment because like that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I think it was uh it was really good. It's even more uh, flattering to know that um, all of the songs that we heard like this was a scratch of what he had actually wrote. Um, the Hamilton mixtape has all the other songs, has so much more, you know, uh, content to go off of. But as he said before, um, you can only fit so much in two and a half hours. But uh, I think he had said that he had like six hours worth of of content. I I, th- I wanna I feel like I I heard that in an interview somewhere that he had so much that he had to cut out because we're we're left to see this guy Hamilton as like this hero when he was really if you go to his actions he was really far from you know um, yeah he laid the groundwork to establish everything but it was also he was very much a dick like at the at the morning of his of his duel he didn't tell his wife where he was going. Like so that that's true. He encouraged his son to go to a duel and be a bitch about it, and ultimately kind of killed his own son. Like that's true, you know. So there's like these weird parts that are very, you know, true, but it it shows him in like a non-heroic light. So it's it's kind of this this weird thing. How do you feel? How do you feel about the people of color playing, you know, Hamilton or? Lafayette, all of them. I I had no problem with it, even if they were. If Manuel had had said from the start that, oh, I'm trying, I made it this on purpose for. Uh, I, that's fine. I really didn't. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. It uh, whether it was a purpose for it or not, I I don't know. I'm so I'm so used to going to a stage and seeing, you know what I mean. Like this is kind of where we're at now, at least for for stage. I, I've seen. Uh, um, Oh goodness! Uh, uh, what the hell is that? That Duncan Sheik fucking musical? Uh, um, Spring oh, Awakenings. Yeah, Spring Awakening. I've seen that uh, with 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 a mixed cast as well too, and that's supposed to be about in Germany, you know. Uh, okay. So I mean, it it's all sorts. It it, it doesn't matter to, to me. Like the the point is that you're you're establishing a character. You don't need to look like that character, you know. Like this isn't uh, Hollywood here. Where they give out an Oscar for people just for looking like a character, you know, it, this it doesn't matter that way. Come to the stage and say, "I'm so and so." Got it. Got it. Move on. You know, as establish the role. I took it as it's sort of um, it's just an easy way to establish the colonials, the colonists, uh, the people who live in the colonies against the British, because like the king, King George is uh, I think the only white person. Um, in the cast, because I think the lady that plays Eliza is part Asian, I believe. Um, but like, I think that's an easy way to establish on the surface right away that we are us, they are them, sort of thing. I could uh, go with that, like completely, because obviously America is a melting pot, and everyone that is is kind of represented in that is, you know, well, very much a melting Miranda, pot. During press, I read. Um, he he described the play as what do you say, America then as told by America now, so I think that also fits in there because we're supposed to be a melting pot. 
we yeah. are a country of immigrants, all that jazz. Yeah, so it um, it didn't bother me. Uh, I know that some people couldn't get past it. It was, uh, for some reason, a, a problem for, for them. Um, they like their George Washingtons to be white, and that's if that's for you, fine. You know, I, I didn't think that would have been a big part of it, but um, I guess it is. I don't know. It, it it's one of those where it didn't bother. It doesn't bother me. Like why why should it? I'm I'm watching. I just want to see a character uh, perform. You know. So Jordan, you've been quiet for a bit of time here. Um, yeah. Do you feel Do you feel that the casting people of color as the founding fathers is like uh, is sort of I don't know. Can that get you into the story differently? Is that keep you out of the story? Like, do you have a hard time buying in? I would like to not answer that question. Well, kind of did by not answering. Yeah, I would like to not answer that question. Okay, so you don't like it that they're people of color? I did not say that. I just said I would not like to answer the question. Look, I'm not trying to get into it here. I just don't like it, guys. It took me seven days to see this, 10, 15, 20 minutes at a time. Um, I had to turn on the subtitles night two because I couldn't understand a goddamn thing they were saying. Um, I had to watch uh, the first part twice because I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I guess the only compliment I can give it, which you guys said, was the rotating uh, circle thing in the stage. Sure, that was cool. Other than that, I could give two shits. Um, I'm not into it. I'm just not into it. And I I have nothing to add. Um, I I don't like the acting. Uh, I don't care about the songs whatsoever. Uh, costumes, whatever, get out of thrift store. I don't care. Um, I don't care about any of it. I just don't. And I'm, and I'm trying not to be this guy, but it's just not good. I don't like it. I don't like musicals. I don't like plays. And to me, this isn't good. So I have nothing to add. So it took me seven fucking days to see this thing. You're getting mad about this. This is pretty cool. I think we should talk about that. Yeah. Poke, poking this a little bit more. Yeah. What what about, what what about it exactly? Because like we went through and we talked about like the the stage, and um, the, the people of color. Do you think the story itself is good? Like the because we're presenting the first half. The first act is the, is basically the founding of America as funneled through the character of um, Alexander Hamilton. The second half kind of is more of like personal stuff um, that he goes through. Do you, do you find the story at least interesting? Uh, if I could understand it and follow it, sure. Uh, there I, were, I mean, okay. There were maybe two or three songs that I could understand. Uh, my shot, I could not understand at all. Um, the one when he was conflicted on if he was going to stay home because his wife was like what all do you need besides us you know do you need to go to new york or whatever be with washington he was conflicted between washington and his family sure that was very good uh that's it (laughs) um i thought i thought the uh i thought the king of england uh was a buffoon and i thought he was terrible and he needs to check his saliva when he sings well, yeah, he looked I took, like a rabid dog. I took it at, well. He's Mad King George. Like that's the whole thing. I took it as he's not a fool. Um, like I took it. He's a psychopath. He's the abuser in an abusive relationship. You know, 
that's that's how I took it. And the spittle, uh, whether it was purposeful or accidental, adds a whole lot to that that image of him being like a control freak, and you know, you're not gonna get away from me, sort of thing. Uh, the actor who plays it, Jonathan Goff, is he, he's a spitter. He he knows he is. He's a he's a spitter. Um, that's just kind of what happens. He had said that before. Is that uh, he's he's belting it to the to the bellows uh, for the people in the back. Uh, he says, you know, he, it's just what happens. He sweats. He spits. That's just uh, what happens. I, I think he had played opposite in Spring Awakening. I think he played opposite Leah Michelle and uh, from Glee. And I think there's a part where he, they have to sing, or he sings to her or something like that. And I, I think you could look it up. I think there's a part where you could just see a. She's just getting a spray bottle right in the face from this guy. Nice. You know, like, but it's just, it's just kind of, um, the part of the live theater is, uh, he, yeah. he has a, he has a well-lubed instrument. Yeah, but he sucks. Like, 99.9% of this whole cast, so. How do you I mean, feel about the relationship between Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton? Because I don't, I don't know if this is exactly based, like, if this aspect of it is concrete in history, um, you know, it is a fact that Aaron Burr is the guy that shot Alexander Hamilton. But do you feel like their sort of um, uh, their friendly rivalry that they have throughout the entire story? Do you, do you find that interesting? I thought because it, it came across to me as like um, like I know people referenced uh, Amadeus with Salieri and, and Mozart, but I my first thought was with uh, Grimes and Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way of putting that. Nice. Nice. Uh, my first thought was Romeo and what Rikushio? Rikushio. Rikushio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that was that was the first thought I had in my mind. Only reason was because my wife's never seen Romeo plus Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio when I showed it to her for the first time two weeks ago. So it was like fresh in my mind. Oh, it's uh, Tybalt. 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 That sounds right. Was Tybalt, that, uh, the romantic rival. Mercutio is his friend. His black friend that gets killed. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Is that is these guys are friends, but there's like this rivalry in a way. They weren't like the the history between those two is is that they just keep on kind of bouncing into each other. You know that they're they're both clearly on the same path, and but and they both clearly want have different wants and needs. Um, you know, and, and it shows that in the play too. Is that they? It, that's the other thing too. Is that each character in this musical is kind of showing where their tenacity is showing what their purpose is we didn't get to see that from aaron burr until later on when he talks about uh being in the room where it happened you know that that's kind of his uh thing we already got wait for it about you know that's pre pretty much who he is is you know oh just gotta wait for it wait for it while everyone else is you know trying to like you know history has his eyes on you and stuff like that too but uh, the room where it happens is really where you get to hear what he wants he wants to be included he wants the, the power you know he wants to he has the means to to do it but he's watching everyone else around him kind of step up while he's just well like waiting for it and yeah, that's yeah, kind of this whole yeah. theme of of this show is they are two sides of the same coin he is the burrs the one that is Kind of, you know, let me think about my plan. Let me wait for it to go. Let me build it. You know, let me see the pieces be built in. Hamilton's the one that just says, no, I want that one. Charge right for it. You know, and it ignores everything else. He sees that one thing. I want that. And he goes right for it. And he charges over everything else. And sometimes Burr's in the way um, until it until it gets to the end when Burr ha had enough. You know, the, the water 
has uh, reached the top, and Birdon had enough. You know, uh, the most ridiculous part to me, and I know, Eric, you, you and I had this conversation privately before about how you thought it was great, but the most ridiculous uh, part to me of this whole play was the uh, was the Congress uh, rap battle. The cabinet battle. Cabinet Fantastic. Battle. I that loved was, that. that. That was probably, I think that took me two nights to get through, just that one song. I, I, it was, it was, there were two it, battles. It was, it was abysmal. It was terrible. What? Absolutely. The, how? how? Absolutely I'd like to know. Yeah, those, are, those are empty words, Jordan. Give us, give us some more descriptives. I was waiting for somebody to go, That's ridiculous. That's exactly what I was waiting for. That's exactly what I was waiting for. I was waiting for Eminem to come out and like you know spit some rhymes. Like well, would you would you think it was gonna be? Um, not that. Have has the only rap battle you've ever seen been Eight Mile? Or uh, epic rap yeah. battles of history? Yes, absolutely. Epic rap battles of history or Eight Mile would be the only th rap battles that I have seen. Um, I don't care to see anything else of rap battles. Uh, it's whatever. I, love, I thought that was a great, like a great easy way for modern, like to link the past to a, a, a modern culture today. And not only that, they reveal the characters through how they choose the battle. Like Jefferson is very flippant, very high and mighty, very egotistical. And Hamilton's very straight to the point. This is why you're wrong. And it's, it's, I think those are a great representation of like an encapsulation of like what made this play hit so well with audiences i guess i mean the only other compliment i can give the play is that me loving history the way i do uh for the most part this play was historically accurate everything about jefferson being in france and stuff that's all true and everything so yeah i mean like sure uh but i was really waiting for the guy to come out and do the epic rap battles of history voice and i was just waiting for it because that's that's how ridiculous this was to me. Um, I thought this would be better if this was satire. I I feel that this would be better if this wasn't made uh, to be serious because well, I can't take it seriously. What would it be satirizing? Uh, I think it'd be better if they uh, if they came out right off the gate and said, "Hey, you know, this is historically accurate, but we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun." You know, don't take us too seriously. We're gonna have we're gonna have epic rap battles, literally of history, in the cabinet meetings. So, so, so you you want like a kids version of this show? Uh, sure. Or just hey, you know, this is this is not Lethal Weapon. This is Loaded Weapon One. You know, maybe, like just 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 nonsense national lampooning or broken but what lizards. Would be, what would it be satirizing though? Are you just, just you want to you just. But no, you didn't really. I mean, you didn't really explain it. You just said if it was funny, if they knew they were being funny. But I like you said if it was a satire. Like you would just prefer it to be a comedy. Yes, yes, okay. I would prefer this to be a comedy. Is it just uh, because they're rapping and they're dressed up like you know they have on the garb from the 16th century? No, I just I just find I just find the whole thing to be um, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, could, could, I, I if I were it. to ask you, do, if you could uh, just 
uh, sum up the the content of what they were talking about or what they were rapping about in the rap battle? Like, could you could you do you know what's what they're rapping about? Like why why Jefferson was uh, um, bringing something to the cabinet and why Hamilton was opposing? No, I don't understand it. Do you think uh, it would have been easier, uh, or maybe you would have been more involved had you maybe been able to follow along with what they were rapping about? Trying to. Um, like I said, I had subtitles on. The first night was Monday. Uh, again, behind the scenes here for the fans, we record on Sundays. So I started this Monday, and I watched 15 minutes of it, and I looked at my wife and said, I don't understand at all what's going on. So I stopped. Monday night, I could only get 15 minutes into it. And then the next night, Tuesday, I watched the first 15 minutes again with subtitles. So I watched subtitles all the way through, and it was still hard for me to follow along. I was lost and confused probably for majority of this presentation. Did... uh did the Ten Dual Commandments do anything for you? Like that's no. an obvious, an obvious notorious B.I.G. reference. The most obvious yeah, one no. you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. And and that yeah. still didn't. I mean, yeah. You told me about that there was a B.I.G. reference, and when that happened, I I slapped my knee and said, "I'm going to bed." <laughs> like it's 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 it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, seriously, that was that was Thursday night. Because uh, I remember off, I remember every night. So this 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 play has been a part of my life for seven days straight. Uh, they did the big thing, and I slapped my leg, looked at my wife, and went, "I'm going to bed." And I fell asleep watching some Angry Joe videos on YouTube about him bitching about them changing blue skins for a hundred bucks. And I was more entertained with that than this. Well, I guess this is bad. This speaks, is speaks a lot. This is this is awful. This is awful. And I want to make my point very clear because we had this conversation in private. Both of all three of us did. I want the fans to understand this because I'm not trying. I'm really trying to be. I'm not trying to be that guy. But both you and Ryan said you guys wanted to review this. I'm like, okay, I'm not a fan of musicals. Here's my thing about musicals. It's just not my bag. But you guys say it's, it's good. It has won all these Tonys. Disney Plus has picked it up. Maybe this is going to change my mind, right? Maybe I will uh, have some sort of entertainment like I did a little bit with Book of Mormon. Uh, but I did not get any worms in my scrotum like Books of Mormon did, which made me chuckle. I was bored. This took me seven days, guys. Well, I, just, I, I mean, in your seven days, I had already watched it three times, I think. Yeah, no, I will never watch this ever again. Ever. Ever. Uh, just just to give you guys a clear mindset so we can put this to bed on this aspect about me and musicals. My wife's parents gave us tickets to see Lion King for Christmas way before COVID happened. And I was begging her to take somebody else because I don't care. Jesus, I don't, I'll go with your I wife to go see the Lion you, King. Yeah, fuck yeah. Go have fun. Go have fun. I'll rather jerk off. I mean, I'm dead serious. Like, Funny enough, just, it, uh, if you want to say that, the guy who played Washington, Christopher Jackson, was all—he played Simba in The Lion King, and the and the 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 Broadway version is the original. Cool. Don't care. That's it. I just don't care, guys. 
Uh, you guys can ask me any questions you want. My answers are going to be the way they have been. It's just it's not good. I did not have fun. I was not entertained. This was a chore. Um, didn't care about any of the actors. Didn't care about any of the characters and the actors. Couldn't understand anything. Pretty bad that I speak English and I couldn't understand English, so I had to listen and read subtitles to an English-speaking play. It's pretty bad. I read this. I read this article, or was it a video I watched? I don't remember. Um, they talked about the speed at which they rap when they when they do their rapping and how it um, it does progress. Like it gets faster as they get closer to the um, end of the first act, and um, the part in Satisfied where Angelica is mm-hmm. rapping her lines real quick. She's doing. Oh man, what was it? three words a second or something like that oh wow quick but um when lafayette has his big moment and he's like on on top of the table he's doing six words a second and that they they said that with all the words that are spoken throughout the the two hour and uh the two hour 35 minute play if it was at the tempo of like a general musical it would be roughly four hours long whoo a lot of words here. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't blame you on that aspect. That means I that had... it's good. Or, or, I mean, like, does that mean that it's good? No, no, no. I'm good? saying, like, I don't I don't blame you for having subtitles on. I had subtitles on. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I watched it with, with subtitles on, too, to see if... Um, the, the second time I did, to see if I miss, would miss anything, you know? Okay. Well, what, what about this? Eric, what are some things that you... Is there anything you didn't like about the the play, or something you thought wasn't as good as what you thought it was going to be? Uh, that I did that I didn't like about the play. Yeah, like do you have any criticisms? I don't know if I do. Like, hmm. I because everything about it when I first saw this play, it was it was again it was in like a. Uh, the theater, you know, like, and I was, I got to see it kind of firsthand like, like that too. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think like what else would I, maybe more, more rap references, but um, I, I, like, I'm trying to think like what else there, there could have been. There's so much cause he t- he took so much out and I don't know what else like to compare it to. Um, I guess, because when you say like, okay, what didn't you like? I'm trying to go for like characters or for story. I think everyone did incredibly well. Well, like for me, the like my big my biggest gripe with the with the show is that you have the first act is is fast paced, propulsive. You know, moving from this song to this song to this song to this song, and everything is for the most part different, like a different tempo or a different style altogether. Um, but the second act is more like personal stuff. So you got these slower ballads, like where he's singing. He cheats on Eliza. So there you got the ballad where she cries, the ballad where he cries. You got where his son is born. So you got the uh, Dear Theologia thing. Um, Washington has his moment and all that stuff. And I, my, my big gripe is I feel like the second half drags. The second act drags a little bit. I was going to say, you know what? <laughs> the only thing I would say that is that the second half, um, I wouldn't say. Okay, drags is, is might be a good way to do it. Um, I would say that the second half has more of the musical element than the rap element. It, yeah. You know, it has a, a lot more of 
of, of that going along with with the theme um, with the traditional stage musical rather than it being the the Hamilton kind of what what they were doing. So yeah, I, I would say that that might be something that um, they kind of shied away from that a little bit, but I don't know. I, I'm so used to it; it, it didn't it didn't bother me so much. Yeah, I think that might, that might have been why it bothered me. I'm not like I said at the beginning; I'm not huge into musicals. It's not something I've ever really gravitated towards, though I enjoyed this immensely. I don't know how. I, I mean, that's uh, it's on to you, Jordan. You might you might be the only one who uh, not liked it. Uh, but I may be the only person in America that right now that doesn't like this, and that's okay. Well, because of its release, it uh, it has boosted Disney Plus sales by, uh, I mean, what, like 70% or something like that? 73% on July 3rd. And they're not even doing. They did away with their free trials. There are no more free trials for Disney Plus. So the people that wanted to watch Hamilton paid that monthly fee. Yep, just to, well, just well, to thank do it. Well, thank, thank God I got Verizon with unlimited data because I got it for free for a year, bud. <laughs> uh, happy happy for you that you didn't have to pay this for to watch this one, huh, Jordan? Yeah, no, it, it's extremely happy. Uh, I would be very pissed off if I actually had to pay money to see this one. I would be disgusted. I probably would have been asked by Hamilton himself because of me snoring in a big Valentine grandiose theater to leave the theater. Yes, no, terrible. Let's that. Well, it. noted from the for the future then to ban you from all theaters. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Jim, don't don't ever take me to a fucking musical. I will never go. I don't care if it's an Aliens musical. Do not take me. Do not, because. It's just going to be god-awful. I think we're going to draw popcorn ratings. I think the two worst things of entertainment, for me, number one is musical, and number two is hardcore fantasy. And if you talk to me about any of those things, I am out. I'm out. Um, like I like Fellowship of the Ring, but every single movie, the Lord of the Rings saga after that, just... Just, just shut the fuck up. I, I, I don't care. It's terrible. Wouldn't uh, Alien be fantasy? No, it's sci-fi. Oh, because of the science of what again? It takes place in space, Eric. Shut the fuck up, bud. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> is Star Wars sci-fi? Star Wars is sci-fi. Yes. Not Sta- fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy. Yes, I'm talking about. It's got wizards, so. Yeah, but yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no Gandalf. Oh, you good know? thing you're There's here no to, to fill these lines in, Jordan, because you know we okay, need to figure about, this how out. About this? How about this? It'll be easier. I can deal with the Star Wars, but I cannot deal with the Star Trek. Star Trek is too dry, right? Sci- to Star to Trek Star is a lot more science fiction than than. All the other ones that you had said. Yes, but then also, see, I'm conflicted. I'm also contradicting myself because then I love Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, but a lot of people say that movie's dry, and I say it is a work of art. So, you know, it's just maybe because I have a hard-on for Ridley Scott, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I've uh, fallen asleep in every Blade Runner movie. There's only been two. 
Yep, and as it's taken you a week to get through Hamilton, it has taken me probably just as long to get through the Blade Runner movies. Even the one with Ryan Gosling that we reviewed? Yeah, yeah. There's one thing that I love. It's just constant, constant fluffer scenes of of no dialogue, just dark scenes that take minutes of, of travel time for somebody to get there. It's just, it's just all that was was just pictures for, you know, hey, look at this picture for a minute. Go to the next one. Look at the other picture for a minute. I, I that Fuck those movies, Jordan. Like I'll say all that right. hard hard out right there. Like story wise, all right, well, I'm all I'm all about it. But production wise, cut cut to it. You could three hours movie. No, you can make that an hour. All right. Well, you know we'll have the debate another time because yeah, no, I I, I like those I like those movies. I, I I I love Blade Runner and Star Wars, Star Trek. I can't get into Lord of the Rings. I cannot get into musicals. I cannot get into. Guys, I don't know what it is. Uh, Just a small happened. bag. Yeah, small, small bag. No, right? no, 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 no bag. No bag. No. Colonel, colonels. Ba- bag of colonels for me. Ah. I, 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 there was not a childhood situation to make me grow up and hate musicals. I never was into musicals as a kid. I never was into musicals as a young adult, and I'm not into musicals as an adult. I don't, I don't find it interesting with all the costumes and the stage design and. It just—it's just not my thing. It's just not, and I and I and I and I and I try. I do. It's not that I don't try. Like next week, we're gonna be uh, next week we're gonna be uh, reviewing an anime film. Anime is abysmal to me. I hate anime, but I'm trying. I just don't like it. So yeah, bag of kernels. This is shit. I don't know why people think this is fucking great. Actually, no, I retract. I know why people think this is great. Um, I don't see it. Um, I don't care about the story. I, it's pretty bad that a person that speaks English has to uh, put on subtitles for an English-speaking play. That's just that's just ridiculous to me. Um, oh my God, the set was so minimal. I, that means it have a fucking budget. I don't know. Fuck you. That's 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 my two cents. So yeah, back of curls. Terrible. Probably the probably the worst thing I've seen this year. Worse than extraction. Worse than extraction. Okay. So, uh, Eric, we'll go with you. What's your popcorn in for? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone that's still listening uh, to this, I apologize for for Jordan's uh, just just sheltered behavior there. Um, he does not speak for all of us. This is a fantastic show. This is a uh, two large bags. Are you kidding me? Like this is this is a fantastic. I everything about this I think was just wonderful. The performances are, are top notch. Every character is is on beat. You could tell that there are some moments on there where they they even get emotional just because of the the notes that they're belting out. The one I'm thinking of is Washington's uh, um, solo, where at the end he uh, has this big note at the end, and you could tell him that it's just really uh, almost choked up at the end there too. It's 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 really good. Um, the whole story of it. I think is just wonderful as well too. I love American history, and we get to see two sides of it. We got to see not just the Revolutionary War, uh, but we also got to see the the building and how Hamilton um, was able to become uh, Secretary of the Treasury Department and lay the foundation that would later become our government's uh, credited uh, union plan or whatever he wants to call it. I, I think it's just fantastic the way they did everything, the way. Uh, uh, the uh, the Burr was casted too. Leslie Odom Jr. I think was fantastic too. So everyone 
almost everyone won awards uh, uh, for their roles in this musical. And I, I think that it's well-deserved. I loved every bit of this. Uh, every part about it was just wonderful um, as far as just the, the content of itself. I liked the cabinet battles a lot. I did not see it as an epic rap battles of history. I was very immersed in it. I did not need to use the subtitles when I watched it in the in the live in the, in the show um, at, at the Opera House. I think I was able to follow along with the the tone of what everything was was happening. Um, I enjoyed this a lot, man. It's I mean, if it's whatever the maximum rating I can give it, I'd, I'd give it. I, I think this is this is fantastic. I would probably watch this again. Um, I think the music the music is wonderful as well too. Lin Manuel uh, does a really good job. He did the same thing for for um, what's that Pixar movie? Moana. Moana. He wrote the fantastic songs for that too, and um, same for the new Mary Poppins. I I think it, it's just this new kind of trend that's happening in our world today of like this this whole sing rap thing that seems to be taking over all the radio. Uh, every new artist seems to be doing it too. It's it's this new thing, new form of entertainment, and I think he embraced it, and we got to see a lot of it. Um, I enjoyed this. Just, just. All right, so a bag of kernels for me and a large bag for Eric. That's the highest popcorn when you can give it as a large bag. Ryan, what is your popcorn for Hamilton? Uh, I'm going to give it a large bag. Uh, but I will say that even before King George made his presence known, I have already gone back for my refill. Now, what I enjoyed about this movie, uh, this, this show, I wasn't really expecting to be as enamored by it as I got by the end of it. Um, I love the music. I'm not a person that listens to rap. I'm like every 90s white kid. I know one rap song by heart. Tupac's Changes. But I, other than that, I don't know anything about like anything other than what would have been played on the radio. Um, but like going into this, I, that was kind of you know something that kind of would have put me off. But I absolutely loved it. Loved the rapping. There's this propulsion to the songs and the music. The, and the opening number, Alexander Hamilton, even though it tells you basically the large overview of the story we're about to see, it I don't, I don't, I don't know the best way to describe it. It's just fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. And, and the lady that plays Angelica, I can't remember her name. It was like Renee something. Um, I she should be in more things. She's absolutely uh, breathtakingly good in this movie. Um, the guy that plays Lafayette and Jefferson, uh, David Diggs, amazing. is amazing. I, um, Leslie Odom Jr. as Burr is fantastic. Um, and those are just the ones that stand out. I think Lin I think Lin Manuel Miranda might be the weak link in in terms of like acting and singing. But I think that's just because everyone around him is so good i agree that i think he did he looks less by comparison but if he were by himself he's probably pretty good because like I, I mentioned that video earlier he was pretty good in that video um yeah the set and everything um you know we've already we've already gone over all that stuff um my criticism i think the second half kind of drags a little bit compared to the first um but like i'm if this ever comes out on blu-ray i'm buying the blu-ray i might even go out and buy the hamilton soundtrack i don't know um, I did. I listened to the soundtrack on YouTube while I was driving to and from work today, um, 
And if it ever, I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's a metropolitan area, but it's not like a cultural epicenter. So I doubt it would come here on a regional tour. But if it came anywhere near here, I, I'll probably, I'd probably pony up the whatever, what do they cost? Like 150 bucks for a ticket to go to one of these regional plays? Sure. Yeah, and I balked at doing that for Wicked. I thought that was a waste of money. But no, I would gladly hand over the, the 150 for this show. See, there's the thing is that when you compare it to to Wicked, because Wicked is is such a a bigger scale project than than this one. And the other thing is is that the cast, because in Wicked you have so many extras, and this a play like this, it's you have a core group, you know, and they all came out at the end and and took a bow as as a as a unit, which is they usually do, which is great. But most plays they usually bring them out one by one. This was obviously a company effort. It was the ensemble. Every person had a piece to play, and uh, they were, you know, some of them may not have uh, had a spotlight on them, but they were just as as uh, necessary to tell the story as everyone else in that in the play. So, well, next week we'll be getting into another thing that Jordan doesn't like. I think that's the uh, theme for 2020. We're going to get into an anime film released on Netflix called Whisker Away. And I make the schedule, so I'm the one that chose to torture myself with this one. But I'm a firm believer in you can't talk shit unless you see it. Like when people say that annoy me. Oh, the trailers trailers look good. I'm not going to see the movie. Well, you haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if it's shit. That's kind of where it is. So I don't like anime. I think anime is shit. But how can I say this one is shit? At least I don't see it. The last time I seen an anime film was in 1999, and that was the Pokemon show. Hmm. I've not seen anime since 1999. So 11, what, 21 years. All right. No interest. <laughs> I'm that guy. Wait, Jordan, you do realize that hentai counts as anime. <laughs> what? Hentai threw threw him off there. Yeah. What the fuck is hentai? Yeah. Don't, uh, ask, ask your kids; they'll know. My f- four-year-old. When she's older. Why don't you tell me right <laughs> now as we close out the show? What the fuck is hentai? Oh my goodness. Well, that was a good show, everybody. You should go check out Hamilton <laughs> on Disney Plus. All right, fine. I'll Google it. I'll Google it. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week for another great episode of Movie Guys Podcast with Whiskers Away. Oh, my God. That's fucking hentai. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know, Brian. Now it's in your, now it's in your Google search. I have not seen that, Brian. That... Well, Jordan's got some have work good... to do. <laughs> have a good yeah, night, everybody. Research. Bye. <laughs>